We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time to go inside the boardroom. It probably is time. You know why? I respect anybody that was on the Warriors beat during those years. And take a seat at the conference table. It was great, too. Welcome to the Executive Show. Nothing easy! On 95.7 The Game. Brought to you by Yellow Sack. Try a dumpster bag for easy waste removal. Less mess, reduce stress. Budget-friendly, clean freely. Call 833-3-YELLOW or go to yellowsack.com. All righty. Bob Myers joining us from Boston, right? Or did you uh, come home, Bob? Boston. All right. You're uh, You're all right. Yeah, not anymore. And Eagles. Not anymore. I got no. Uh, I have no affinity to any team or any human being. It's one of my shortcomings. Uh, let me ask you this to start out because we're just talking about Draymond Green. How how much of your job is to seriously like pay attention to everything that's out there? Because you know he he said something interesting today on uh, a podcast on his podcast. Like, did you? Are you aware of that? About oh well, you're going to tell me, so well, I can't. I just, we almost okay. play it for him. Yeah, you're going to. Yeah, you know what? No, I honestly don't know what you're talking about. But, okay, but, you know what? What play it? It's it's first of all, it's it's not bad. So here you go. Here you go. This is Draymond. I think a lot of our um, shortcomings this year is my fault. Why is it my fault? Because I have not been the leader that I am and that I need to be for this team. And the reason that I have not been that leader is also my fault, right? Like, I think we all know what happened with your young Wolverine brother, um, JP. And so for me, I've kind of had to walk a fine line of not really being Draymond. And when I'm not really being myself, that's not the best thing for this team. And so where, where we've struggled is accountability. And, and accountability on the defensive end, accountability on the offensive end. You know the accountability that it takes to have a winning team. And that's my role on this team. And I fell short in that area. Yeah, so there it is, Bob. I mean, I don't expect you to react to it, but let, let, I loved it, Bob. Now that he yeah. put it out there, now that he put yeah. it out there, did yeah. you see a change in his leadership after that incident? When did he put that out there? Today? Yeah. Or, yeah, today or yeah. yesterday. Well, I don't, we'll find out, but I like what he said. I do. I, he, I think people listening or watching, his leadership, uh, it, it has been a huge reason for our success. It really has. And I know Curry's Curry and Clay's been, and we have a lot of great players, and Curry's done a great job, but Draymond's leadership, um, I, I could ask you, too, how much you think it matters or not, but being in the building and seeing the team every day, he does, it is his, that's his thing. That's what, That's his skill. That's his elite skill, is his leadership. Um, he is respected. I mean, I, 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 around the league, um, coaches and GMs, well, they don't like the guy because of some of the things he says and does, but I tell you what, if you want to win, um, he helps you win at the highest level. It, that guy's... Yeah, it's funny, Bob, and, and I'll just 
give you a little back and yeah. forth with Guru. You know, Guru heard that and he loves it. And I, yeah. I and I, I'm, I'm going to meet him halfway now. It's like I'm not going to fault a guy for apologizing, but I'm also like, there's a part of me that's like, just, just shut up and do it. You know, just, just yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. so funny how he can be polarizing that way. Well, I think you're both right because I don't think I think Draymond's saying I think he's agreeing with both of you. I think he's saying I haven't been doing it, um, and that um, it's my fault. You know, his fault that he hasn't been. And he then he explained the why of it. So you're sitting here now. Now three weeks from now, a month from now, two months from now, if you're saying Matt, you're saying well he didn't do it or I didn't see it, then you got a valid point. But if he's saying if this is what Draymond's saying today, and, and this is he kind of recorded it in the last few days, or I don't know when he recorded it. Um, then you say, okay, all right, so you said it, you, you're, you're holding yourself accountable, so let's see it. And um, then, then I think, Matt, then, then you can say if you haven't, look, I don't care what you said, I want to see what you do. So I think you're both, I didn't hear the argument or discussion, but I think you both got valid points. Hey, Bob, let me ask you this, because last time you were on with us, you were like, Goo, you know, we got to see who we are. Things got to play out before I find out which direction we're going to go. And I just look at Wiseman not being available in Kaminga. And I want to ask you, how much of that kind of stops that process for you? Or do you kind of say, I know what they are. Okay, we still got to do this or add this or that. If we do, how does that all work? Or does that throw a monkey wrench in your plans? Man, I, I, I wish it's too bad they missed this last stretch when we were so thin. And the, both those guys are going to be back relatively soon. It would have been nice to get more information from a valuation standpoint, Goo, because we were pretty thin there without Steph and missing some guys, Wiggins, and then those uh, Wiseman and Kaminga were out. And they would have played more. We, we were down to eight or nine guys. And now we're relatively healthy, but for those, Jermichael and those other two guys, I guess Iguodala's out now. But... Yeah, look, we're trying to figure out who we can lean on, who, who the top eight are, who the top nine are. And I can't sit here and tell you that's been determined. So, yeah, that's too bad. I mean, it's not a lot of teams deal with it, but in a perfect world we would have had the last few weeks to see both those guys. And then you, me, Matt, anybody that's watching would have had an opinion on what they were or what they weren't. But the, the unknown part makes it the toughest because with the deadline coming up you say, well, which we do, and you really want to feel like you've got three, four guys, four and a half, three and a half, coming off the bench for the final stretch. I think we've got some guys that can do it or, that are sitting on the roster right now, but I don't think anybody would say, coaches myself, that it's crystal clear as to who that is. Right. Bob Myers joining us on 95.7 The Game. It's the executive show brought to you by Yellow Sack. I would like you to uh, explain to Warrior fans the situation, if you can, with, with Anthony Lamb and Ty Jerome, and I'll set it up. You have 14 guaranteed contracts, which means you have one open spot. These two guys, Ty, Ty Jerome and Anthony Lamb, are two-way contracts, which are different, but they have limitations on them. Go, go, can you take it from there? Uh, yeah, so they have limitations on the amount of games they can play, and I, I don't know if they you know, each have 14 left or 15 or 13 or 12. I don't, I don't know the exact number. Somewhere in there. Uh, so we have to make a decision when those games are up. Now, you can choose to make them inactive and stretch those games out, Matt. You don't have to okay. use up you know, in the next 12 games. Right. We're not required to play them. So you can, 
you can stretch that out. The reason why we would potentially stretch it out or not, and the reason why they probably played more than we thought, one, they both played pretty well. Two, we've had some injuries. Um, so now we've got to see what we're going to do. We have that cushion of a roster spot, uh, but we also have the deadline coming up, and we've got to see where we are, where they are, where the roster is. So we have a little bit of flexibility, but there is a moment in time where you can't just keep playing them um, every game uh, because you'll run out before you have to roster them. So I think that kind of answers your question as far as what you were asking. Bob, I'm always telling Steiny, you guys are champs. There's nothing like that championship DNA and pedigree. And I got a saying, worry about what goes on in your own backyard. My dad used to always say that. But with that said, Bob, it's your job to know, you know, what the other teams are doing. And I told Steiny just a few minutes ago, not everybody's not lighting it on fire, Bob. You know, other teams that Denver's okay, Memphis. Does that kind of give you guys more confidence that? Okay, somebody's got to take it from us and beat us four out of seven. But have you noticed that the West, nobody's really doing their thing? I think both. I mean, I like your dad. I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, I like your dad's comment the most as far as worry about what's going on in your own house or your own building. If, if that's not in order, it really doesn't matter what anybody else is doing. Um, so that that's first. But, yeah, I mean, you'd be, you have to look around. I, I tell people in the years where you know, the Duncan, Parker, Ginobili, or Shaq, Kobe years, You'd be an idiot not to look at those teams and go, can we really beat that team? I mean, honestly, can we beat them? So, so there is part of looking around. Now, I don't think you should rely on, well, nobody's running away with it, so we're good. That's, not, that's a loser mentality, too. So I don't really look at, we're only three back from the five seed. I, I, that, that, to me, is not, um, we gotta, we got to play our best and do what we do, and hopefully for the next however many games, establish some, establish some continuity, establish some, some rotation, some rhythm, some, some consistency, and then worry about whoever we're playing. But as far as the West, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, there's, there's more parity than there's ever been. I mean, we were a team that I'm sure teams looked at in the 17, 18, 19 years and said, what are we, if they were being honest, they'd say, I don't know if we can beat those guys, no matter what we do. I don't know that there's a team out there that exists right now um, in the league, and there has been teams like that. So you do look at both, but more importantly, you look in the mirror and see what your own team is doing. Yeah, I'm wondering about that, Bob, because I, I, if you go back to, the, let's say, the, the Houston rivalry days, uh, they, they knew exactly for a year or two, maybe three, who they had to leapfrog to, to get to the NBA Finals, and it was you guys. Uh, at 22 and 22, do you look up the ladder and say, man, Memphis and Denver, we, we, like you saying, we might need this to beat them in terms of a, of, of a move. I think, I don't think any team thinks their roster is perfect, any GM ever. So you're always looking, Matt, you're always looking to improve. Um, this notion of they didn't make a deal, so they think their roster is perfect. Both things can be true. You cannot make a deal and not think your roster is perfect because the truth is trades are hard to make. Um, look, do we think we can contend? Yeah. Uh, but, but to make a deal, as far as a certain player, you have to presume if you're us, that's a player that can play in the playoffs. Uh, that's a player that can play 15, 20 minutes in the playoffs because doing a deal at the deadline for a player that, that, that can't perform in the playoffs probably doesn't make a ton of sense. But I don't want people hearing that thinking, well, the Warriors don't. They think they've got it all figured out. Both can be true. Deals are hard to do. Rosters are imperfect. Um, so we gotta, we got to look. we got to try. Everybody's got to try. Even if you've got the best record in the league, when the years where we were uh, at the top of the league, we still 
made calls, took calls, didn't end up doing anything. Uh, that's probably the best roster I'll ever be a part of. Is, is were those those years? Um, so if you're looking at, can, we're not we're not that team, uh, but can we repeat? Can we get back in the hunt? We'll see. Um, and, and that's what we got to find out. Some, but Ritter, Ritter reminded me the Celtics were twenty-two and twenty-two. Right well, there, you go. And they went on some run, but I, what, what, I don't know. I don't know how relevant <laughs> that is. Yeah, they were young. Bob, yeah. let me let me pick your brain here real quick because I know life's about opportunities and taking advantage of situations, and the game's just not about numbers. But since you've been here, your tenure with the Golden State Warriors, can you talk to us about Anthony Lamb and if? On your, you, you know, where you rank him or how surprised you are at just how poised and mature he plays? Or are you not surprised at all and you expected this? Because I'm shocked. Well, our group, uh, headed by Kent Lacob and, and uh, Ryan Atkinson, David Fatoki, they, they've done a really good job of bringing in, whether it was Peyton, I'm going back to Toscano Anderson, Damian mm. Lee. You know, I get the credit, but but really, they they put these guys in front of us and um, give us a chance to see them. So Lamb was in in the summer, um, you know, kind of getting getting a look at him, and then they'll ask, say, who stands out to you? And I'll say, you know, that guy looked pretty good. Um, we knew that, um, you know, when Jerome became available, he was another guy that we thought might fit. Steve, Steve liked that opportunity. Um, but, yeah, I mean, as far as two-way guys go, I mean, we... we we probably couldn't do much better right. as far as grabbing them. Um, but, you know, then you say, well, okay, you'd like, you'd like to not be relying on your two-way guys so much. You'd like to have the guys you signed, um, the ones you rely on, because two-ways are kind of in emergency. So, yeah, I mean, I'm happy for these guys. They've seized the opportunity. Um, and uh, they, our group has done a really good job of finding these guys, because uh, we've had to. We, we don't have a ton to spend on kind of the roster from from 9 to 15 or 10 to 15 so we got to we got to take ch- chances on guys. Uh let me ask you about the podcast. Uh oh yeah. What what where'd the idea come from? What are you hoping to accomplish and how much you uh I guess it's uh you donating all the money that you may get to the uh Warrior Foundation. Yeah, well, um yeah, I like doing something charitable. That's a, for the for the our foundation's great. I mean, we're giving money to the kids in Oakland, San Francisco, and that's always good. Um, what do I like about it? I'm pretty much done doing them. I, I recorded them um, already. I think I have one or two more. I think what selfishly I like is I like hearing about people's stories, their leadership. Um, I love hearing everybody's different journeys. It's been great to to kind of ask people questions that I'm interested in. I like listening. I never get to ask questions. I'm always answering questions, which you don't learn a ton when you're on that side of it. I'd rather listen to other people talk than me. Um, and some of the stories that uh, you hear uh, are, are pretty amazing. And um, I like that. I, otherwise, I wouldn't do it. I, I mean, how often do you get to sit down with somebody for 45 minutes and ask them how they ended up where they where they are, what matters to them? Um, and I learn stuff. I, I think what's interesting about this job is even though we've had a lot of success, or I've been lucky to have success. I like to learn. Um, I like to, to to hear from different people, different different ways of doing things. I know the way I do it um, isn't perfect, and I know that there is no perfect way. So, just listening to people, Matt, um, just like if I was sitting with you guys and hearing your stories and how you ended up where you are, I just I find it fascinating. I do. I, I would do it anyway. Um, and the fact that other people can watch it if if they like it, great. But um, that's the reason. There's no. There's no big, huge um, reason, but those. 
You know what, Bob? If you need a guest, you got my number. I'm, I'm playing. I'm available. Bob, I got to ask you, you had a busy week. Talk to us about the White House visit. And how long were you there? Were you in and out or were you there all no, day? Oh, no, it's never in and out. I got lucky. To, this is my third time um, because we I won in college, so I got lucky to go. That was Clinton. And um, and then we we saw uh, President Obama, and, and this was obviously Biden. It's pretty amazing. It really is. You, you got to... You know, I never thought I'd be in, in the White House besides, you know, a, a tour that anybody could go on. But we get to see some rooms that that um, I think most people can't see. They they treat you well. It was fun to watch the staff of the White House get excited about us. Um, you know, they were they were wanting pictures with us and people that worked at the White House. And um, it's, you know, it's one of those buildings you're in. And there's so much history clearly history in the white house and uh seeing seeing a president up close shaking his hand um those are things you'll tell your your grandkids and uh it's 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 uh it's very personal though goo i mean how you feel about it um, how matt might how i might um i'm glad my wife got to come with me oh wow which which is which is great but um i don't know it was great i mean i i uh I loved the whole thing. And, and just for us during a season to pause, and remember we won the championship last year, and reflect upon it for a day before we just keep moving was, uh, was pretty, pretty nice. And, um, you know, it's, you should do it sometime. Find a reason to meet a president. Yeah. Bob Myers joining us on 95.7 The Game. It's the executive show sponsored by Yellow Sack. Ah. Uh i got to ask you, because it's out there, I mean, the, uh, you know, it was reported you don't have a contract for next year. Is there anything going on with the, with the contract extension? And It's kind of, how do you... You're going to ask me every two weeks, right? Oh, well, man. you know what? And it, Listen, I, I was thinking about this before, and I was like, hey, should I even give Bob a heads up? And I'm like, he's going to know I'm going to ask him. But um, you may, you're going to get asked about it probably every two weeks, yeah. if not by me, so... I'm gonna. Fo- I mean, I said it before. This, you know, not an exciting answer, but I really am focused on the season. I can't focus on that and this. You know, deadlines coming up. This, I know I don't coach and I obviously don't play, but there's an enormity just to each day um, of on the job. I, I, and I don't want to get my mind. I just want to give my mm. full attention to that, um, and and that's what I'm doing because I enjoy it. I enjoy coming up to a deadline, trying to figure out this team. I'm excited to go to this game tonight. I haven't been here since we won. Um, so I'm just That's right. learning each, each thing, Matt. So we can you can pick it up again and ask me two weeks <laughs> if you want as well. Bob, you can say I'm being nosy, but as you know, the Niners got a big game this Sunday at 3.30 against Dallas to see who goes to the NFC Championship game. That same day, 5.30, you guys play the Nets. Walk us through. Will you be at the crib, watch the game? Head to the stadium. Will you be at the stadium to watch the whole game? How does Bob Myers take it all in? You can't. I mean, the problem is these playoff games last four <laughs> hours. Um, these, these, uh, which is, and they're, it's, it, I'm sure I can't blame fans for watching the 49ers. Um, we'll see. We'll see how our crowd is. I'm. I'm I've, I, I don't know how much crossover there is, but I'm sure they'll be putting the the score up yeah. there. Um, you know, playoff football. Playoffs are anything. It's. They, they got to take priority. Um, I know our game matters, but playoffs and every, I love watching playoffs of every sport: hockey, baseball, football. I'm with I, you. I just love that that um, that pressure, the competition. Um, I only know it from a GM standpoint to to kind of wonder what John Lynch is thinking um, during the game. 
wow, the emotions of it, um, the the lead up to it, while it's going on. It's uh, I tell people, you know, a lot of people listen and probably play fantasy football and and um, whatever fantasy sports they play, and 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 that's their version of being a GM. I said, yeah, what I do is the same thing. It's just picture that the winner of the uh, the league gets like millions of dollars and all the losers get fired <laughs> from their job. Yeah. Like that's it. That's that's the only difference. So. It's a huge amount of pressure, um, but that's what you do it for. So I obviously have one eye on the 49ers, and they're, they're unbelievable. I mean, yeah. They look fantastic. And then the Cowboys, I remember my dad was a 49er fan um, all the way back to Kizar and watching the 49ers, you know, Cowboy rivalry. It's, this one's made for whatever, TV. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Uh, football fans all over, this will be two blue bloods uh, going at it. But what are you going to do is the bigger question. I mean, you're probably going to... I'm going to be at the game, Bob. I was, I, I was yeah. thinking about being at the game, so I'm going to be in the house somewhere hiding. But, yeah, I'm going to take it all in, Bob. So I'm excited, man. The Bay's on fire. But and you, you're got, a... Uh, yeah. You're kind of going for the blue and silver, right? Well, yeah. So, you know, I'm rooting for the Bay. I'm a Bay kid, Union City, Bob. So even if the if Dallas loses, the Bay will be happy and your boy will be happy. How about oh, that? Brother. <laughs> yeah, uh, Bob. I, hey, I got, I got one more, and it's out of left yeah. field for you. And it, it it's really... But, only 
a question. It's a personal question. Uh-oh. So, um, yeah, I'm looking at your UCLA career because I've this. Is, I've always been fascinated by this. All right, I never got a Division One scholarship. All right, I so I played Division Three and I had a nice career. Um, you actually, I'm looking at your numbers, and you actually played more than I thought you you played. I mean, you did not play a lot at UCLA. Your senior year, you, you averaged eight minutes a game, but it looks like you played every single game. My, how many times when you were at UCLA and after, do you ever think, should I have gone to a smaller school where I could have been maybe a bigger fish? Or was just being on those great UCLA teams, you know, as an eighth or ninth or tenth man, was that good? Like, was that good enough? That's a, that's a really, I ask myself that question because I am envious of what you did. Because I, th- I, I know people that play Division Three, and that's probably where I would have, you know, played right. a lot more, I imagine, and, sure. and, um, and, and experienced that. And that, and there's, if you love basketball, you want to play. I went the other way and kind of finally by my senior year got to play and actually got to start a few games, but you're right, didn't, didn't play much at all first two years and, and then started playing a little bit my junior year. You know, but winning a national championship, playing in the NCAA tournament, um, I don't, that makes it hard to wish anything else. I mean, right. That's pretty crazy. But but maybe if the championship didn't happen, that would have been the thing, though, Matt. I, I guess for me, if you would have said low Division One, and um, maybe not playing as much versus playing a lot of Division Three, and the, and the Division Three educations are obviously world class. I might have done that. Obviously, I didn't even have a chance. Nobody like, did yeah, you? I didn't get recruited by Division Three right. either. But. But you, you know, then, like, well, let me ask you this. putting on the UCLA jersey sure. and looking up at the Raptors, yeah. that was, it wasn't just any Division right. one in, in my mind. So um, I can't, I don't regret it, but if I could go back what you did um, for, the, for, for, my, for my actual, how good or I was or wasn't, I would have done what you did. Like, if I could have gotcha. a redo and knew uh, that I, interesting. not that I would regret it. Yeah, because I would have done what you did. I would have loved to have done what you did, too. <laughs> Yeah. Hey. So when you were a senior, did you did you think you were going to go to UCLA and and play, or did you like I got an opportunity no, to make the UCLA thought, team and be I, part of that no, history? No, I I got recruited by Dabla Valley College, which is the community college um, in the East Bay. I wasn't good until my senior year of high school, and um, the, I had an All Star game at DVC, um, and their coach, Coach Coach Emilio, called me sure. and said, "Hey, why don't you come here?" Um, and this was after my season was over, and I was already thinking my basketball was done. And he said, "I can think I can get you maybe a scholarship to a Pac-10 school." And I thought, "Man, I've studied, I've, I've worked hard. I can get into some good schools uh, on my own. I don't know. I don't want to go to a junior college. Nothing against junior colleges, but I just thought I, I academically can get into some pretty good schools." So I applied to a bunch of schools, got in, um, sent VHS tapes to schools, <laughs> uh, which nobody responded. Um, and then I got to UCLA's campus, and I said, uh, I want to go to school here. And when I made that decision, I also felt in my mind, Bob, you're an idiot. You're, this, is the, this is the last chance. This is the least likely place you can play basketball because I picked the best basketball school to actually go to school. But then it kind of, you know, I don't, I don't want to bore you guys, but I got to try out. And, um, so you made it as a walk-on. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And then I made it as a walk-on. They took one guy, Coach Herrick, um, and then I didn't think I'd get to travel. They let me travel, and then I got a scholarship. So Nice. Yeah, I, I, um, I thought I was done. That was it. But, but you know what? I like you guys. I think, Goo, you still play. I yeah. wish I could back to play. I just like playing basketball. I never, <laughs> never had to be 
in front of people or mm-hmm. on TV. I just love the game. I I love playing it at any level. So I just uh, to play UCLA was unbelievable. But I would have been the guy in the pickup gym the whole four years anyway. So great stuff, man. All right. Well, listen, Bob. We really appreciate you, all your time. Uh, enjoy the games tonight and tomorrow. We'll talk to you in a couple of weeks about your contract situation. All right, man. See you, dude. Thank all right. You. That's Bob Myers, and that is the executive show brought to you by Yellow Sack. Try a dumpster bag for early waste removal, less mess, reduce stress, budget friendly, clean freely. Call eight three 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 yellow or go to yellowsack dot com. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. All right, let's get right to it. Head out to the Bud Light guest line. All guests appear on the Bud Light guest line. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. He was a head coach of the Dallas Cowboys from 94 to 97. He won a Super Bowl. He also had a few uh, half-decent teams at Oklahoma. Barry Switzer, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, What are you up to these days, Coach? Well, I live right here on the campus of the University of Oklahoma. I've been here for about 56 years, except a few years I was in Dallas. But uh, my, uh, I have a daughter that lives across the street, some grandchildren around here, so I, this is home to me, and uh, and I enjoy it. I'm, only, I'm about 600 yards from the stadium, so it's it's pretty convenient for me, especially if you're a Sooner fan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let me ask you this. Are, are, so you still watch a lot of football, pro, college? I mean, are you still... I watch the, f- the Cowboys and I watch the Sooners. That's about it. Uh, I so have you- not even seen San Francisco play this year. I saw them last year. I thought they are pretty good. I was impressed with their quarterback. I never knew much about him. Besides him being good-looking like a movie star, <laughs> he could be Yeah, Jimmy G. Jimmy G. Well, since you know about the Cowboys, let me ask you this. Um, if, if 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 you're envisioning the Cowboys getting beat either this week, next week, or in the Super Bowl, what's going to get them beat, Barry? Well, first of all, you got to help them. You got to make mistakes. You got to give. Uh, you help beat yourself. You know, you, you help them win the game. Team that makes these first mistakes usually wins the football game, and that's what you got to eliminate: interceptions, turnovers, all those things, key penalties. At key times, it's all that's part of it. But uh, playing state free football is hard to do. But if you do, it can really give you a uh, chance. I I watch the quarterback Dak. It can be one of those guys that can be average, and he can be outstanding. And uh, uh, he's kind of off and on guy. But but uh, defense the defense has really stepped it up for the Cowboys this year. Been very impressed with them there. The linebacker core and the front, and it's. uh, they're pretty good. They're pretty good there, and uh, better than they have been. And uh, anyway, uh, I'm looking forward to the game. I'll be watching it, and <clears throat> as many other Cowboy fans will be. Coach, my uh, my dad is from Bullard, Texas, and he was over for the uh, for Christmas. It was just me and him having some pops late night. The girls that went to sleep, and we came across your documentary, uh, Switzerland. And my pop said to me, he "said Son, no, Barry had the gift of gab, and the room would light up light up when he came in." And I said, "You know what? You're right." Talk to us about where you got your personality from and those skills, those people oh, skills. I don't know about that personality. I, I mean, I've always been. A guy that the questions asked, I don't, I don't, I try to answer the best I can and, uh, and be straightforward. Uh, having to, uh, you know, some guys can, you know, play around with it and 
I'm I'm pretty pretty straight shooter. I've always said what I thought, and sometimes I get my ass in trouble. But uh, <laughs> anyway, it's what I believe is the right thing to do. Let me ask you this. Oh, I'm sorry, Barry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You guys, go ahead. Oh, uh, I got terrible you... allergies right now. My head stopped up, but go ahead. That's it. That. Norman, Oklahoma, got to get by the ocean like us out here in California. Yeah. I lived out there one time. I lived in Long Beach, California. Okay, before, nice. Before you guys were born. And, uh, <laughs> it was during the war years. And uh, everybody from Oklahoma, Arkansas, and Texas went out there during the war years to work in the aircraft plants and the shipyards and all that. Right, right. We did the same thing. But uh, anyway, I, I enjoyed it, but not many times. And... Uh, only one time I didn't enjoy it when we played the 49ers out there in 94 when we had to play them. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, you know, you were one of the originals going from uh, college coach to pro coach. Uh, what uh, what was the difference that you remember, if there was? Well, the, game, the game's the same. Hell, it's, you, we both play with 11, and they all play college, and basically it's a, it's a skill level, no question about it. And, and uh, you, you practice the same things, you do the same things. Uh, your terminology is different, the playbook's different. You can do more and carry more in your packages uh, because you're you're 100% football. In college, you, you got kids going to class, and, and you know you can't carry the package or the full load that you can in pro football because pro footballs, uh, the guys are the best of the best, and. Uh, that used to, you know, play at a level and practice at a level that uh, that uh, allows them to get better, and, and uh, obviously that's the key. And, uh, and 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 when we're able to, you know, carry more plays and more runs and, and execute more uh, frequently in practice, and you know, it's like a fullback I had one time says, "Coach, why don't we run this play a, a thousand times?" And I said, "199 is not enough." That's the reason why we run that many, and I think it's. Uh, you, through repetition, you get good, and that's what pro football has. You get to practice a lot, morning walkthroughs in the evening, and you shouldn't make mistakes. They shouldn't know what the hell to do. Coach, let me ask you this. You won three national championships. Oklahoma won more college games in the 70s in that decade than any other school. You come to Dallas, America's team. You win a Super Bowl, lose in the NFC Championship. And I know you'll probably be humble here, but when you hear and you know the talk about great coaches, do you think enough respect is put on Barry Switzer's name? I never worried about that, and I knew what the situation would be. I've always given credit where credit's due, and I said Jimmy and, and Jerry put together a great team. I inherited the Dallas Cowboys, and uh, and we won. And hell, we could have lost, but we didn't. We won, and. Uh, so we, we won a championship and we and contended. And again, probably the first year I was there, if we don't go down 21 to nothing in the first five minutes of the damn game out there, candlestick, we might have won that game. And uh, we fought back to, to, to 21-14, and I made a terrible mistake. I let Ernie, uh, Ernie Zampezi, our offensive coordinator, talk me into uh, We got the ball back at the 20-yard line with about a minute and 10 seconds, 15 seconds. I told Ernie to run him at three straight times. If we don't make a first, we'll put it to him. We'll run the clock down, and and we'll, we got some momentum going out because we were down 21 and up in the first five minutes, and now we're at 21-14. And Ernie talks me into letting him go for it to try to get a field goal, get position. We complete three incomplete passes, and we have to put it to him. Jerry Rice catches the finger ah. with no, no time left on the clock. 
a diving catch in the end zone for a touchdown. You go back up for them to go back up 28 to 14. And uh, other than that touchdown, was the only touchdown, last touchdown I have is after the first five minutes of the game. Uh, our defense played well, and, and um, we were playing well enough to win the ball game. We, had, we lost the momentum we had going at the half, 28-14. Wow. Now, you said you're a straight shooter, so you, you watch the Cowboys, and I've told the people out here and my partner, if Dak doesn't ball out and perform, the Cowboys have no chance before Monday night's game, Coach, because he looked good. I could take nothing from him. It, Dak's getting paid like the guy, but in your estimation, Coach, is he the guy? Uh, I think Dak's always going to have that question mark over him. Mm. I'll tell you what, I remember watching the rookie, his first game, few games as a rookie when he came in and played uh, what, Mississippi State. Wasn't that where he's from? Yeah. And uh, I, I remember calling somebody, and I said, if that rookie continues to play like this, he's going to be a great player. Dallas is in good shape. But he's been up and he's been down, but thank goodness he's been up more this year. Than, and, and down, he's got more help, and uh, yeah, he's surrounded with good people, and I think he's going to be do well enough to win for you. Hey, Coach, thank you so much for joining us. You sound great. Uh, enjoy the game Sunday, and uh, we'll be thinking of you. Okay, thank you. I appreciate it, guys. Yes, Stay sir. Safe. That's Barry Switzer on the Bud Light guest line. All guests appear on the Bud Light guest line. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. You get, you got a kick at it. Yeah, no, he, he yeah, got my, to get the gas. That's here. my Kevin McHale. Yeah. yeah I was like, okay. You know <laughs> uh, so, do you... Do you remember the game he's talking about? 49ers got up 21 oh, nothing. Yeah, they, and they made it 21 14. Yeah, and, and Irvin went deep. They were coming back. Dallas had the throwback jerseys. And uh, Dion pass interference, Michael Irvin, and they didn't call it. And Dallas, and that man, was at the end of the first half, yeah, though. The, yeah, this was. But they were down early. Right, it right, it right. looks so like it was, 20, was over. Right. It was yeah. 21 nothing. Yeah. They came back to make it 21 14. He wanted to go into the halftime. Yeah. You know, at worst, it down blew up seven. in his face. And they went. Sam Peasy. Yeah, he threw him under the bus. <laughs> this, these two teams got history standing oh, on the biggest stage. You know it. Steve Young, Joe Montana. He lives on campus. I wonder if he goes. I was going to ask him to go to the cafeteria. Yeah. And the mess, I, the mess hall. Uh, I, I'm not like you and Bob. What does that mean? Uh, I went to Chabot. Well, mess hall is actually an army term, isn't it? The mess halls where Norman probably ate his meals. Uh, he was Navy, but yeah. I think the Navy Na- has mess, mess halls. Hall. Okay. I think it's the cafeteria. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. Well, hey, Bob the- was also DVC. Oh, mean, yeah, right. That's right. Found hey, out. You asked a fascinating question about how many D1 players like Bob that played oh, yeah. or didn't play would trade it in to go to somewhere yeah. else and ball out. Yeah. You want to know where that thought came from? Uh, please do share. Yeah, you haven't been asking what I've been up to, but uh, I started to write a little bit again. I see. I follow you on Facebook. Yeah. So, uh, so a lot of words. Yeah. So, yeah. The, so uh, just writing about the you know, whatever people, yeah, players and coaches I knew and whatever. Anyway, there was this guy when I was growing up. His name was Paul Harder. Okay. H a r t e r. Paul Harder, and he was a hell of a high school player, and he got a full scholarship to LaSalle University in Philadelphia. He took it. Wow. Four years free education. But didn't the L train go to LaSalle? Yes. Okay. He played with a guy named Michael Brooks, who was before uh, the L train, who was a, oh boy, was he good. Man. Uh, anyway, he went to LaSalle, got a free education, but he didn't play much. Just okay. did not yeah. play much. Never, never better than like the ninth or tenth man. 
played four years of college. Gotcha. Just didn't didn't play college. And he was the guy that I have always I've always thought of, you know, would you you know, because I wanted to get a scholarship. No doubt. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> and I never did. Yeah. And so I had to go Division Two or Division Three. So I did what I had to do. But when I think of guys like Paul Harder and a guy like uh, Bob Myers, yeah. you know, I, I always am curious whether they would, they would have rather have gone maybe to a smaller school where they could have played. And miss out on the experience. Exactly. Because like you said, Bob, UCLA, that's prestigious. But, but, but those are different circumstances. Because I could see why Bob Myers would just want to be on the UCLA team. No doubt. But LaSalle's different. You don't just want to be on that team. You'd want to play. So anyway, I ended up writing uh, this thing about Paul Harder and the fact that I thought about Paul Harder my entire life because he was the guy who's made who made me thought think Keep of it going, man. would I rather have played Division One and been the eleventh man or played Division Three and have <clears throat> been a star? Yeah, no, keep it going. Big fish, little pond, little fish, big pond. All day. What do you want? And I told Bob, I mean, I would have much rather been the tenth man on UCLA than a than a number one. You're right. That's different than Franklin and Marshall College Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. Anyway, you prefer the clout. What do you mean? Well, if you'd rather be on a better team but not play, then it's more about. But Bob can always associated with as opposed to. But Bob can always say, you know, play to UCLA. That no doubt that is big time and the tournament. And you know, people might be you know, like he played twenty nine games his senior year. Eight seven, minutes, eight so you, minutes you playing definitely. Yeah. So he played. He played at UCLA. You said something this morning on another. Who was it, Bonte? Okay, that said, um, "What did you tell me? You heard him say, uh, if the Niners were, let's just say, the season were to come to an end Sunday, right? It's already a success because of, brought, of what's going on." And I got to tell you, man, people are going to come down my road. I agree with that. And you came down my road. Like, this is all, this is house money. Tell me, you, you phrase exactly the way you want to say it. If they don't win the Super Bowl, the emergence what? of Brock Purdy in this offense and the acquisition, I'm going, I'm putting it all in the pot of, uh, McCaffrey, Steiny, they're built for a while to be a factor. Okay. So my question is, What's your point about Saturday, about Sunday's game against the Cowboys? Let's say they lose okay. and Brock Purdy looks like the rookie that he is, or he he, he makes an error. Not the okay. game. Yeah, you can throw pots and pans, but I won't come in here. I'm telling you Monday, right. or when that day does happen, if they don't win the Super Bowl, because I'm going to be like, they held it together with Mr. Irrelevant, and by all accounts, if I were to take a temperature, if I were a Niner fan, the future for the people that think about what's yeah. going on tomorrow, no Steiny, it's all good in the hood right now. No you chance. said it. No chance. Willard said it. No chance. No chance. Here's the way I look at okay. it, and it's pretty plain and simple, pretty cut and dry. They're the number two seed. Get to the NFC Championship game. Plain and simple. But you're missing the... No, I'm okay. not. Who's the best quarterback on the 49ers roster? Now, I'm not doing this for radio or being a smart ass. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's Brock Purdy. Okay, well then go win a Super Bowl. They have, they've never had a better quarterback okay. in the Shanahan era. Right. They're loaded, but you're going to give them a pass? So they, No, you're, some, you're like hey, some people. I get you're it. You're tired of I the get Brock, Brock Purdy mania. Yeah. I get it. Brock Purdy's, Purdy's a fact, Stoney. We'll win the game. So to me, I'm giving... I'm Stoney, that's a real thing. 
No matter how many people out there are tired of, you know what? He's a starter. To hit. You, you know can't. What? That's his story. So that's what Kyle, that's what everybody in 49, the players, that's what they're working with. Now, Ooh. he with Brock Purdy being the third-string quarterback, now he doesn't look like one. But at the end of the day, Matt, those are labels. Those are terms. That's what he is. What is and he? when we got a third-string quarterback, right. and when it got announced Jimmy was out, there wasn't a soul, right. and maybe Larry Kruger, right. riding around town saying, so we got don't new count infor- the Niners out. Now we got new information no after doubt. seven games, right. and he's the best quarterback okay. they've had I got you. since Mike Shanahan See, took, and uh, that's, Shanahan and that's why I'm over. taking offense to that for why? the people that do that. Why? You're reacting to new information, right, but you're baby. changing titles or trying mean? to erase them. Erase he's the third string. He's a third string quarterback, Mr. Irrelevant. He's the best and quarterback on And they're holding it together roster. and actually getting better. Where does this happen? Who does this as well, a kid Let say? me tell you what I put no weight in. None. Because I'm not oh, ignoring that. The window's open now for five more years. So you no the such window thing that- is f- in football. No such thing. Sorry. No such thing. To, I mean, well, then you're I know, saying I know you might not it, be. But what if he's not? What if he plays 15 games? What if somebody gets hurt? What if like football? But the is window such is a fickle. What about sport? McCaffrey? Are you Kittle? It's about, wide open right the, now. The Bosa. year they lost Garoppolo, yeah, and Bosa, they stunk. Right. Okay, but you had then, a reason why then, they stunk. Right. Because of injuries. Right. And there are still always open. there are more reasons in football okay. why you don't okay. have five year runs than in any other sport. Because it because of injuries, right? And because one injury, two injuries. Now all of a sudden you're two years away. Yeah, I just so we, I don't like like I don't for one minute like I'm surprised that it seems like you're thinking okay ah, we didn't get it done this year but we'll be back in it four out of the next five years. It's like what, who, what, I, I can have what that, is that. I'm gonna tell you what it is. Who says that? I can have that. I can have that feeling and conversation. Looking at every other position on the field for the Niners and their coach before we even get to quarterback. And I'm starting to think now, if it's Jimmy, if it's Brock, if it's Trey, if you got these items, these players, and that system, watch out. That that's why that like hey they they I honestly think they're the best team left in the dance. But you're we'll going to give them a pass if they lose to the Cowboys that, Sunday. That's, that's an incongruity. That's being fair, I don't man. Get. It's being fair. You just said they're the favorites, but if they lose, they get a pass. But me saying they're the favorites is a compliment to the system and window that no. is. You know what it is? And it's the a window compliment okay. now without holding them accountable I, when they don't win it. Well, let me let me tell this to you. Seriously, if Brock had a bad game or had his first, oh, he's a rookie game. Right. What it would be really disappointing, no, no doubt. It would be crushing, oh, would, yeah, no doubt. But and the season will have been a non-success. But with your opinion of Brock, have no, changed. No, and that's why I'm saying, that. okay, here comes 2023, 2024. I don't care about that now. Oh well, see like, now you're care. doing me. Okay, no, I mean the bottom line is you just said the 49ers have the best team in football. You're, I, I believe on both sides of the ball. Then they should win it, plain and simple. And period. the system. If they don't, okay. Well, then they underachieved. Okay, and, okay and, now next year. Uh, next year's next year. Okay. No, hey, that's you sounded like me. I mean, Let me get man. these sweet nothings out because they're real. I'm man. telling you, Steiny, I don't care who the quarterback is. I'm almost, res- I'm almost at the point of the system is the quarterback. So if it's Brock, Trey, and it's probably going to be Brock, Jimmy, whoever, mm-hmm. they're going, C-Mac, with those weaponry, it's going to continue to go for how long? Th- that I don't know. Like, but long, but 
If I said, get, Christian McCaffrey. Where do you want to be? Give me a team that you say that window's open. And I know Philly. Okay. Hey, I'm not mad at right. that. No, no, no. Kansas City. Right. They have quarterbacks, though. And you're acknowledging that Purdy yeah, might not but, be that quarterback. But this is different. Man, he what, very what's well different? If, if Brock Purdy stinks on Sunday and okay. they lose. All right. Well, now you come into next year, you don't know if he's your franchise quarterback, do you? Well, okay, with that said, you are right. But uh, 2019 on line one, last year, NFC Championship visit line two with Jimmy Garoppolo. Andy, Andy has not done that without Mahomes. Right. That's my point. In order to put one of those years, one of those stretches together, usually you have a quarterback the okay, whole gotcha. time. Brady. Right. Okay. He was at gotcha. Roethlisberger, Pittsburgh. Okay. Uh, no, I got all that. I guess no, Flacco yeah. and you know, didn't really Rogers okay, in you. Green Bay. But what if I started 2019? Okay, Super Bowl. Just, just me, Guru Math. Yeah, Should have won. Fine. Twenty got hurt. Jimmy got hurt. Bosa okay. got hurt. Pandemic. Sure. Twenty one. We're right back in the NFC Championship without Brock Purdy. My thing to the people is, and why I'm drunk off you of this without is Garoppolo. without no, well, you know, without Brock Purdy, Garoppolo quarterback last year's NFC oh. Championship game. So you did it twice, right? My thing is, if it's Brock or Jock, it don't matter if you got McCaffrey in every in the system. I'd be careful okay. about that because no, it matters. That's know, where now, I'm at. Okay. Tell me what city or team has that at their disposal. Now I could be proven wrong, but Matt, I'm, you tell me to bet on the team the next three years, and I'm, I just threw three Seattle out there. Have, didn't Seattle Seattle start four rookies this year, and they were pretty good. Like they were much better. Like they have two. F- Rookie line, right. uh, offensive line. Why, well, what are you wh- saying about them? I, th- those are facts. Well, who's to say they won't sign? They first of all, they got Denver's pick. Who's to say like they won't be really good next year? Yeah. I, I'm not saying they're not. I'm just. I don't think we're talking enough about Kyle's system and how well it's running right now with high octane. Well, and this is no shaded Brock Purdy, Steiny. I'm starting Here to think it is, they shaded can, Brock Purdy. No, it's no shade. Yes, it is. It, he can do it with an average guy. Let's see. And Brock may end up being better than average. I'm just I know what I'm watching. So you're watching a you're watching space, a franchise that's going to make the playoffs five the, five years in a row. I would bet that right now. I would. Bar an injury, I would bet you right now. Well, and I think you would a, really want to bet me. I would bet you. I bet you. I jump on my hands and knees to make that bet with you. So where but do you, you lack say, the confidence? Well, you can't. You can't say barring injuries in the okay, NFL. Well, you know, That's well, the all right. NFL. All right. So the now NFL I, would, I, I wouldn't even make injuries. Bet. But you know how? The, yeah, you're right. But you know what I'm saying. Like the 49ers They're loaded, right now man. are healthy. Yeah, and it's the first time they've ever been this healthy going into the postseason. It's in the water in San Francisco. Why is everybody hurt? Well, guess what? Everything's locking in this year. Yeah. So if it's locking in this year, maybe it won't lock in next year, like it hasn't. Three times under Shanahan. Drew down laughing. Yeah, the Cam- barring injury they don't like. <laughs> Cam Inman, uh, he's coming up on the other side. You know where he's going to be coming up uh, to? He's going to be coming up to the Bud Light guest line. Mm-hmm. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.